Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. On this week's Big Tech Show, you might not think it could happen to you, but our guest this week explains how a significant number of Irish people may be falling victim to romance frauds online. Victims can feel a misplaced sense of shame. People can blame themselves. They feel embarrassed. And so they don't want to tell family, friends. They don't want to report it to the police. In some cases, of course, the victims are already in relationships. They're married. They have an extra reason to keep that quiet. The Big Tech Show, available on all podcast platforms. Platforms. Today on the Indo Daily, the Ashleen Murphy murder trial. Joseph Puska takes the witness stand. Today, the Central Criminal Court heard more evidence from murder accused Joseph Puska, who said he was assaulted by a man who then attacked Ashleen Murphy and he admitted lying to Gardaí. For the last three weeks, Mr Puska has sat in courtroom 13 listening to the prosecution put forward the case against him. Members of his family sat just a short distance from Ashley Murphy's relatives as he was given his turn to give his version of events. I'm Kevin Doyle and today on the Indo Daily I'm joined from the Central Criminal Court by Emer Cotter to discuss what was heard in court today. Emer We've heard allegations during this trial that Joseph Puska was following women around Tullamore on the day that Ashleen Murphy was killed. One of those women was Anne-Marie Kelly and she previously gave evidence. What did he have to say about this? Anne-Marie Kelly believed that a few hours before Ashleen uh, Murphy was murdered and Mr Puska was following her on his bike. Um, he, when asked about that, he said he remembered the lady, but he said that it was not his intention at all that he would follow her. He accepted it was true that he was behind her all right, but he said he had no intention to follow anyone at all. And so he had no bad intentions that he was simply riding the same way that Miss Kelly was walking. And then, Emer, we heard about what happened down along the canal in Tullamore, where we know Ashley Murphy was found dead. He says that he was assaulted by a man who then attacked Ashleen Murphy. Tell us how he described the events. So Mr. Pushka said he'd been cycling along the Grand Canal uh, when a man shouted at him pushed at him and then kicked his bike. And he said then the man came towards him and pushed him to the ground. He said the man was trying to tell him something, but he, he couldn't understand what he was trying to say. Um, he said this man pulled a knife and started threatening him, saying he would kill him. And he said the man pulled the knife on him, stabbed him in the stomach once, then he stabbed him again. And he said he kept shouting something, but he really, he, he didn't know what he was saying. He couldn't understand. He said, after a few minutes, a lady appeared. He said he didn't know this woman, and this is Ashley Murphy. And he said the man started shouting at her. The man then stabbed him for the third time. He said the man then stood up and walked towards Ashley Murphy. Now, Mr. Pushka said at this stage he was on the ground, so he stood up. He saw that the man and the woman were in the bushes and that the man had attacked her. He said the man shouted at him and came towards him, and he kept walking backwards. And then a few minutes later, the man ran away. He said he turned back to Ashling Murphy and he could see that she was injured. He tried to cover her injuries with his, his scarf. And that's when 
um, Jenna Stack, the jogger, arrived on the scene. And remind us what Jenna Stack has previously told in evidence. Jenna Stack was a jogger who who raised the alarm, basically, that um, Ashley Murphy was being attacked. She saw a man, who, Mr. Pushka, um, who she said was on top of um, of Miss Murphy and uh, that she was struggling um underneath them. So obviously they have varying accounts of what happened there. He says he was trying to help Ashleen. That's not the interpretation that Jenna Stack has. What did Mr. Pushka say happened afterwards? Well, Mr. Pushka, in relation to Jenna Stack, he remembered the lady and he remembered her saying something to him, but he said he couldn't understand what she was saying. He said he tried to stand up to talk to her, but he pulled, he hurt his leg and he shouted at out in pain. And he said that's when Jenna Stack started running and that's when he also saw another person behind Jenna Stack, who we, who we know as Aoife Marin, and she started to, to run as well. He said then he was in shock. He was upset. He said he stayed for a little while with, with, with Ashley Murphy, but he got really stressed. He said he noticed that she had injuries on her neck and he said that there was blood. And Mr. Bowman asked him to describe the man who attacked him and Miss Murphy. And Mr. Pushka said he was about 1.8 metres tall and wearing a black cap or hat. He wasn't very sure. He thought it was. He was wearing a dark navy jacket and dark trousers. And he also said he was wearing a face mask or a, a, a mask that we're all wearing because this was this happened during COVID. So he said then that he left the scene, he left the area, he jumped from the bushes and he went towards the town. He started to feel sick and he said that he lost consciousness. He said he woke up maybe about four hours later. He could have, this was only an estimate, he said. And he, 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 could, he couldn't, he, he wasn't sure how long he was in the ditch where he lost consciousness. He said it was dark and he could see lights. And he said that he walked away from the lights rather than towards the lights. And he said this was because he was scared and stressed. And then he started walking towards the town and he went to his friend Peter, Peter's house, um, because he wanted to ask him if he would bring him to, to Mukla where he lived. So he goes to Mukla. He then later goes to Dublin uh, to his parents' apartment. And it's from there that he ends up having to be brought to hospital. His friend Peter asked him what had happened to him. And he said that he didn't really want to talk about it. He told him he had been in a fight. But his friend asked him many, many times, but he really didn't want to answer. Then he um, decided to go to Dublin with his parents um, and cousin who had, who had come down to, to Mukla for the evening. So they left, he left he left Tullamore um, late on January the 12th, about probably close to midnight, and they went to Crumlin. And we know that then he subsequently ended up in St. James's Hospital where he conducted a number of conversations with Gardaí and it was put to Amimur by the prosecution that during those conversations he lied multiple times. He said on a number of occasions that he did not remember. So he did not remember speaking to the to the Gardaí in St. James's Hospital. He was told that he knew he confessed to Gardaí on January the 13th in the evening that he had uh, murdered Ashley Murphy. He also told another guard how he had done it. But uh, Mr. Pushka said 
he did not remember anything about this, he said. And Emer, he has finished giving evidence now. The judge has wrapped up the case for the weekend and we expect that it will possibly reach a conclusion next week. What can we expect from Monday? We have one more defence witness on Monday and then it is it is expected that the defence, the prosecution and the defence will begin their closing addresses to the jury and then it's expected that the judge will give his what's known as the judge's charge to the jury. My thanks to Emer Cotter. I'm Kevin Doyle and today's episode was produced by Mary Carroll, researched by Dave Hanratty with sound by Stephen O'Brien. You can follow all the updates from the Ashley Murphy trial on the Irish Independent. If you've been affected by this podcast, you can also find a list of helplines by searching someone to talk to on the Irish Independent website. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow and leave us a review. Chachten and Indo Askelige. Time in mon Europe the end of Chacht Erachor. Agasuligum a Machan Shaw, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfein. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche nach Vetoch Ara Igornamion on Kestin Echo. Vien Talamaginom Griv Orkar Nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms.